Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. time ago, in a galaxy far away, welcome to the Holocron, with your host, the door and her apprentice, Justin Hamilton. Now, let's get ready to talk Star Wars. What is up? What is up? How you doing, Dagan? What's going on, Justin? How are you tonight, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, anytime I have something new in Star Wars to talk about, it's a pretty good day. Pretty Absolutely. Good day. <clears throat> so we're here to talk about the Book of Boba Fett and uh, episode four that just came out. 
Uh, before that, I always like to hit any kind of news that came up and uh, stuff like that. Uh, not a lot of news, again, uh, probably in this little bit of a dry period. The uh, biggest set of news, though, that we got over the week is the announcement of the Bad Bats, uh, the season two uh, coming out um, actually in spring. So the weird part is, is uh, well, not really weird, but it's the first time they're really going to do it where the same franchise, like we've already had a little bit of overlap with MCU and Star Wars because the first season of Bad Batch was going on during one of the MCU shows. Well, this is going to be the first time that we possibly are going to have say the Bad Bat season two going on at the same time as the Obi-Wan thing. Cause I think both of them are supposed to come out in the spring. So that's pretty interesting, but I'm pretty hyped about uh Bad Bat season two uh, coming out and where they may go with the story. Uh, you have any thoughts on that day again? Like, did you watch the uh, Bad Bat season one or, or are you an I animated? Did. Okay. So how did yeah, you, I, mean I, I love the, uh, the animated shows that have come out so far and Bad Batch, um, well, maybe not as I didn't think was as good as like Rebels or Clone Wars. I still really enjoyed it. <clears throat> and so I'm happy to hear that we're going to be getting season two pretty soon. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they might do with the story, like with those characters and like Omega and everything. And maybe that's going to tie in at all to, to this current show that we're watching. I think it probably not. Uh, maybe uh, if they do a Boba Fett season two, there there might be some cross a little crossover there or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it is, uh, it is past my bedtime, but I, I'm happy to, to be here, uh, talking Star Wars, uh, but, uh we hopefully wait for Vidor to join us. Yeah. I think a lot of people are <laughs> like wanting to kind of see, or was hoping they maybe get a glimpse of Omega, like in this series of the book of Bubba Fett. I think it yeah. would be kind of cool if it did happen because would you be, have basically the first clone. Unlikely. And the, yeah. But you had basically the first clone and the last clone like actually yeah. put together. So like, it would be kind of cool. I don't think it's going to happen either, but like a lot of people are interested in seeing it. I know a lot of people speculating and everything. Some of the ones we're talking about, Oh, well, like, look, uh, is, um, Omega going to be part of the series at all? And it's according on like how many seasons they do or whatever that you make and work her into the story somehow and everything else. <clears throat> now, because we don't have a lot of news, like uh, last week, uh, I talked about the Pikes for people because not everybody watches everything to do with Star Wars. Not everybody watches the cartoons. Uh, they Most of them will watch all the movies, but maybe even not all the shows. Uh, so this particular episode was really heavy on Bubba Fett getting one of his most prized possessions, uh, which would be his uh, starship. Now, I also hear people talking about the simple fact of like, the the starship and its name and what i do want to stress to people is that that starship that bubba fett has yes it was called slave one for a long time but that was just a, like a pet name you would give say your car uh, the actual name of the ship like what kind of ship it is has always been the fire spray so it's not like they're coming up with Very something bad. new that ship's always been classified the spot uh fire spray but when Django got it he called he he, he named it like slave one kind of like if you have some people out there they'll name their cars like old betty old betsy out there you know that kind of thing <laughs> so that's kind of like where, where that is but it's always been the fire spray 31 uh class patrol attack craft uh that's what the name's always been like technically even before the slave one came around but uh so i'm going to give a couple pieces of information uh from the fire spray from canon uh obviously it's a transport ship just like i said it was uh, designed by now, I don't know the pronunciation on this. It's uh, like Kuwait Systems Engineering, is what I would think it was, but the spelling is K U A T. Uh, Systems Engineering is the one that actually came up with the ship and the design and was trying Kuwait, to make maybe. them, yeah, yeah. And uh, so basically, it, it was a prisoner transport ship, so it has like uh, holding cells in it, uh, and all that kind of stuff, even for exotic creatures to be carrying around, so, sort of like maybe a baby rancor or something like that. Although, yeah. I, the, the Rancor is pretty big, so maybe not that kind of species. But uh, it did have a different style of like flight, like uh, the way Bubba Fett ship, uh, the fire spray, the slave one, whatever you want to call it, flies around how the cockpit's facing forward in the uh, front and everything else. It's pretty cool and pretty nifty design. That's why I think a lot of people love the ship personally. But uh, yeah, but it was mainly to transport like, you know, prisoners or if let's say it fits perfectly for a bounty hunter. You have holding cells to hold your 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 prisoners while you're trying to get them to where you're going uh but the company like only made like six of these 
and they kind of got on hard times. And when that happened, they stopped making them. They started focusing on just adding uh, sweet modifications to ships and stuff like that. Uh, so when Django got his, he technically got the last one that was there. That's why there, you only see one of the ships, and it was Django's passed on to Bubba Fett. But later on, like in the Clone Wars, for instance, like you'll notice that there's actually maybe like one or two more of these ships. That's because the company got more financially stable. And then they went on to like start uh, making some of these and remaking them, actually. So like they started having more and more out there. So that's just a little bit of like history uh, or, or, you know, tidbits about the big ship that Bubba Fett loves that he's going to get just in case you didn't know that much of them. But uh, but yeah, uh, because there's not a lot outside of that, outside the world of Star Wars to really talk about. It's really just a book of Bubba Fett now. I'll give it to you, Dagan. Like, what did you what did you like about this episode or was there things in this episode you didn't like? I know I, I really like this episode. Uh, I, I was saying I really liked last week's episode, but apparently most of the Internet hated last week's episode and said it ruined Star Wars forever. So um, those damn colors on those fucking speeder bikes just completely. It's not Star Wars. It doesn't feel like Star Wars. Anyway, I, I personally enjoyed it. Uh, this week I thought was uh, just as good, if not maybe better than last week's episode. Love some of the stuff we got. Uh, like to kind of show that time in between where we saw him with the Tusken Raiders and after aftermath of that and uh, finding Fennec Shand and all that kind of stuff. Love that kind of uh, era of flashback and the retrieving his ship and everything from Jabba's Palace was great. Kind of like a heist thing going on there, and then like the setup at the end of this episode for uh, what we're probably going to get in future episodes, and maybe a returning character from other from another show. So uh, yeah, good stuff overall. And I agree, uh, Randy. I love when Justin pronounces Boba or tries to pronounce Boba Fett, says it is Boba Fett. Lol. Yeah, that's exactly right. But like every show, but not, like uh, this episode to me Never was changed, perfectly. Justin. This episode to me was perfectly fine. I thought the last episode was going to be one of the final episodes with a lot of like flashbacks with a lot of like him in a dream sequence kind of deal, like remembering how he got to this point. I thought they had pretty much told everything. But while I was discussing the episode with some others afterwards, I was like, wait, there is one thing that they haven't like showed us how he got back. And that's one of the big things about, you know, uh, Bubba Fett is like his ship. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I knew going into episode four, we were going to get another heavy flashback dream sequence where it was going to show us how he was able to like get his ship back. So I kind of knew that going in. So I was perfectly fine because I already knew it. Right. So like the one thing I love about this episode is it not only hinted, uh, I was watching it with uh Brandy that's in the chat right there. And she pointed out that like uh, one of the droids was like, uh, you're you're fully healed now. You don't need the back to tank. Right. So like now yeah. he's not going to possibly be in the back to tank. You know again. Might not, <coughs> may not get off. any more flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so yeah. like, but I think because the flashback that we got in this episode, because it involved where we like met him in the Mandalorian show, I don't think there's any more things for them to tell us like in the past. Like I think it's done now. It, basically, the flashbacks have called up to where we're at now, and everything else. So like. I really like the fact that like it was a build up. There's like four episodes of like uh, showing some of the new stuff, but also mixing in how he got every bit of his uh is like how he got his armor back. We learned in the Mandalorian, for instance. So they didn't have to tell us that, but how he got like his Goffy stick. Like why would he? Why would he have one of those? Like Bubba Fett, the original yeah. Bubba Fett, didn't have that. And it's like people people complaining about the flashbacks. You don't realize it's called the book of Boba Fett. So it's like there's going to be different chapters. It's not oh, yeah. necessarily going to be in chronological no, totally order. Agree. Yeah. They they told us from the beginning with the name of this series, like what it's going to be. Yeah. And like so, we got all those stories now. We got him how he how he escaped the Starlap Pit. How he got why why does he walk around with a gothy stick? You know, we got all that, and we now know how he got back his uh, ship. And I think that part of the story is over with. And one of the things like yeah. I think that's going on <clears throat> in our society is and, and I always hated it. I do not like the fact that any streaming service just dumps a whole season at once because like, I just don't feel like it's the greatest thing to do. And I do think because they've been doing that for so long that people are so used to binging. I don't think like, it's one of those shows that because people are starting to get used to the binging stuff, that this is possibly a show that probably should have been like dropped 
full season because I do think some people don't have the patience. They're like, oh, man, it's only seven episodes. Oh, shoot, we got four episodes of like a bunch of flashbacks. There's only three left. Oh, my God, like what's going on? And like, but I feel like this is great to me because like this is the end of the buildup. Now we're going to get into these final three episodes where we're actually going to get this battle, this war between yeah. the Pikes and whoever Bubba Fett assembles, right? And I think that's perfectly fine and perfectly good because people are like, oh my God, they're running out of episodes. There's only like three left. But if you take think about it, they give us a little bit over 30 each time. Almost like this episode was about 40, maybe even a couple minutes past 40 minutes. So the next three episodes that we get, you're going to get a feature leak movie because that's Pretty still, much. even if yeah. they went 30 minutes, that's an hour and a half. Like there's still a lot of screen to be put in front of our eyes for us to enjoy. Uh, so like, I don't mind what's going on with this. I actually uh, thoroughly enjoy it because it's like, okay, we're setting hey. up everything. We're not just rushing to get to action just so we can have the action. We're actually going to tell these stories the way we want to. And then I just think a lot of people now that are kind of hating on it now are going to have to go back and eat some crow because these could be the best three episodes <laughs> ever. Yeah. And a lot of action, a lot of fun. And now you have to go back and say, oh, I was dumping on this thing for the first season, but I didn't let the story play out. And now, oh, crap, if you put the whole season together, this is a great season. Like, And I'm not going to judge that before that. I mean, what do you feel about yeah. that topic? No, I think people are impatient and they get a piece of the story and they complain about it and they don't realize, well, no, this is just a piece of the story. You know, it's like, you know, the, the you got your first act and it's the first part of the second act and you're complaining about that particular part. And it's like, yeah, it's just one part. And but, you know, on the plus side, this is a TV show. So we get people complain about it for a week and then the next week they're talking about how great an episode like this one was. So. You know, I, I think it is it is what it is with, with fans reacting. Uh, I, I'm a little I get a little annoyed by <clears throat> Star Wars fans, honestly. Um, I put on my Twitter at Dagan SB. Uh, right now there's a poll up. Who ha who has the worst fan base? Is it is it uh, WWE wrestling fans, uh, Star Wars fans, uh, or fish fans? And currently <laughs> uh, Star Wars fans have have a uh, commanding lead. Uh, with 62.5 percent of the vote, so definitely go vote in that poll. I'm not gonna say that the Star Wars, it, yeah, like I won't say that Star Wars fans <laughs> are the worst or anything, and I won't call the Star Wars fandom out like as a whole base. No, like, I, as I don't a whole either. Thing. And and not to, I don't want to insult the viewers <laughs> or anything either, because I think most people who watch this show are are pretty, you know, uh, you know, well minded and, and know what they're talking about. So no, uh, I, well, I just think like the fan base in general, people who go on the internet and yell and scream. I will you know? say that there's a certain particular spot of the fan base that can be annoying. It's like, right. and the reason why they're annoying is because there's so many of them because star Wars is this huge franchise. Star Wars is this thing that actually made being a nerd cool. Like it was the first thing that was out there that people could say, Oh, I love star Wars. And even though it's this nerdy thing, like I'm okay with saying it because so many people like it, even the people that wouldn't consider themselves nerds, like Star Wars. So Star Wars made it to where the comic books started getting cooler and being more accepted. And then now we have what, what we have with the MCU and everything else. I just think the Star Wars fan base sometimes can be annoying because you do, uh, because there's so many of them, there's just more of them, right? It's like if uh, you had to listen to something and it was a very uh, small voice, like it doesn't bother you that much because it's not super loud. It's not like just all around you and everything, but because Star Wars is so big, that small piece is like the things that you hear a lot. I think that this kind of overcomes sometimes some of the positive people. Cause I don't think yeah. like, for instance, this show book of Bubba Fett's obviously not my favorite star Wars thing so far. Not Agreed. Judging I, like Mandal I like, I like Mandalorian better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like the, what I'm saying though is, is like, I like it, but I don't feel the need to like go and like fight a fight, you know, a, a against yeah. people because the show's not like my favorite right. thing in the world. So like, but I'm also say whatever it's, it is, what it is. It is, and uh, but I'm also not going to go bury it either. I think a lot of people are like burying it, saying it's the worst Star Wars thing ever, and it's ruining you know, Star Wars. And I, that's just not, you know, they're so so extreme, like with different opinions these days. And I feel like I'm somewhere like I'm mostly positive about it. But again, like as I'm saying, I think I like Mandalorian a little bit more. You know, it's it's a very fun Boba Fett show. That's that's all it really is. As 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 Ferris says here in the, in the chat, it's Boba, Sweet Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> 
Oh, right, but like uh, we got a couple yeah. things I want to pull up before they disappear. Sure. Motorola, and think we'll get a surprise from Bocaton. Bane, Bane, no, Bocaton. Uh, maybe po great possibility because like maybe he comes along. Yeah, like, maybe she biggest... comes with with yeah. Uh, Din. Yeah. Yeah, because of the fact that at the very end of this episode, uh, we all know and hear the familiar uh, theme song. It's the Mandalorian, so now we know he's going to be a part of this. So who's to say whenever they go meet up with him that they don't meet up with Bo-Katan as well and kind of bring that whole yeah. like four or five uh, Mandalorians over here to actually help fight in the battle, which would be cool. So I think a Bo-Katan surprise could be in the books, but I don't know. Like, I don't I, I'm not super like confident it's going to happen. Like, I'm not like 90 yeah. percent sure she's going to show up or anything. There's just a possibility. I think, uh, it, Motorola I think and there's also. Like uh, I was just going to quickly say, I think there's like a 99% chance we see Din, uh, but there's maybe more of like a 50 to 60% chance we see Bo. Okay. That's what I would put it at. And Mo Rowland again, I'm enjoying the slow burn. I think Star Wars fans, me being one of them, but more on a casual fan side is uh, it's very picky. <clears throat> like, and that's the thing. It's like uh, Star Wars fans are very picky. They like see things and want to say like, this isn't part of Star Wars. And I'm just like sitting back going, like I said in the last episode, there's like, uh, this is a galaxy people with all kinds of different worlds and designs and like everything. Like there's going to be a spot where you can buy colorful speeders that happen to look like a little, like a Vespa. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just going to be a spot in that un almost unlimited world that we have for star Wars is like, it's just crazy how many things could be there. So I, I'm not one of those people that's like, Oh, that's not part of star Wars. Cause technically we haven't seen all of star Wars yet. We haven't been to every planet in the galaxy, like even ones You're that have saying, been named. Big universe. Been there. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to throw those up there. And I, I do want to throw up Travis's thing. I, I wouldn't say that uh, the criticisms of the show aren't valid either. No, no, it's no not, I agree. It's not perfect. Yeah. No, I agree because, like, in our Discord, Thrawn came in with like a valid point of what he had with some of the characterizations of like Bubba Fett and Phoenix Sean. That's an actual true criticism. You not liking the color of a vehicle to me is not really a true criticism. Like it yeah, is what it is. Like personal taste. Doesn't like, mean are you telling me bad. so yeah. people that say that isn't Star Wars? Are you telling me that in a galaxy there's no bright colors anywhere ever? <laughs> like, is that what you're telling me? Because I'm gonna show you Justin, the prequels. It's, it's too bright. It's ruining Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> but it is what it is. But uh not nah, like. Uh, this episode, I thought, had some, like, cool stuff, like, leading up to him getting the ship. It wasn't the most exciting episode, but everything can't be the most exciting. Like, some things have to be, like, the way it is. Like, you want to tell a story. So, like, uh, how he saved Phoenix Sean, I thought was really cool to the story because, like, you know, we did think she might be dead. And then that character showed up that would happen to be Bubba Fett in the Mandalorian series. And now we know like what had to happen for her to actually survive. So I thought that actually was pretty cool to add into the story and everything else. And it builds onto their relationship because like you've been wondering in the Mandalorian, why is Finnick like next to him? Why is she next to him whenever he goes and kills Bill before Tuna to set up the book of Bubba Fett? Like what we got at the end of the Mandalorian. Like, so why were they so close like that? Right? Like, why did they have that relationship? And now we know he basically saved her life. And everything else like like did you enjoy that part yeah well they kind of set that up, up like way back in season one of the mandalorian where you like see his boots and we see that scene like again here and like well how it plays out a little bit more because back then i mean people were speculating it might be boba fett but we hadn't had confirmation yet um so i i really like how they again are sort of piece showing us the pieces that we haven't seen yet of how how uh those two sort of came to work together and how he sort of saved her and everything and brought her to that, you know, kind of those same people that we saw that people were complaining about in the biker gang. Uh, I'm assuming that that's like a different group that's uh, in the same kind of people that, that have like, you know, droid parts. Uh, I'd say it's the same that. group, but like yeah. obviously the different characters, like yeah, yeah, those are just people like you call that biker gang. Those are just people that like happen to do the same thing. They're like uh, modders or whatever they want to call them. Right. Like uh, at first when they go over there to that spot where they actually like, you know, bring her back and everything. I ain't, I'm not going to lie. Cause like, I'm not going to sit here and say everything in star Wars is perfect. Cause it's not like when I first heard the music and I first saw what was going on, like I was a little set back a little bit. Like I kind of leaned back and was like, man, I don't know, but it hit me 
like it makes sense that style of music to be there in this like place that they're doing right like not everybody's going to be sitting around listening to cantina music like the max rebo band all the time <laughs> there's going to be different style of music and the yeah. thing about it was is like that electronic sound to it makes sense like these are all these people that are trying to they're uh, volunteering to be modded to like make oh, you themselves mean that, like, a little better you know, like techno music that they had on yeah like the techno there. style like electronic yeah. style music i was fine that, with that because to me like was a, it was a little weird but because just because it's star wars i'm so used to that kind of like john williams type score uh and yeah. ludwig gorgson's very good at that but like i don't know this weird techno music i i kind of wasn't into it as much but it didn't like again. It didn't ruin the episode for me or the show. No, yeah, like, that, that's what I'm talking about though. It yeah. didn't ruin anything. I kind of sit back and no, then as I thought about Wars. it, Listen, yeah. But as I thought about it, I was like, "No, nah, dude, like it does make sense. These are guys that are like modding themselves voluntarily in most cases to try to make their life better or make them better, whatever they're trying to be, right? Like so they see better or they can run better, you know, whatever it is. And with them being those type of people, like that electronic, like techno thing would probably be what those kind of people like. So I was like, once I thought about that, like a real life scenario of it, I was like, oh shit, I'm cool with this then. Like it makes sense. And let's don't forget, there weren't that many people complaining about the techno when those like uh, deaf uh, troopers, not deaf troopers, but like the actual like robots were getting a Mandalorian came out. And just started like wrecking face whenever they first come out. If you remember, right before Luke Skywalker shows up, they come out to some techno music and stuff like that. So it is what it is. <clears throat> we got, then, we got these, some of these comments in the chat, Justin. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it is. But nah, <laughs> like, but Star Wars as a whole to me just encompasses so many things. Like, so it, it is how you take it, right? And the, I will say, like. Uh, up here with Travis uh, a little bit earlier, he says the chase choreograph on the last episode, not this episode, but the chase choreography and weird slow fast paceness was worse than the colors. People fixate on weird things. See, the first part of Travis's thing here, that first sentence, I agree with. That's an actual like if you're watching it and you think that like how fast they're moving just doesn't fit with like a chase scene. Like I get your argument. I may not feel the same way, but that's an actual valid argument to have. Sure, and and I, I with you, I, I may not feel the same way because I feel like the guy that was sort of there chasing was kind of a klutz and kept like running into stuff and felt very clunky. So the chase had to feel a little bit clunky. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, and, but and others not, may not, not see that clunky, as much. Not yeah. muck clunky. Right. Yeah. Just clunky. Uh, but yes, uh, going from there, uh, we get to sh uh, to the scene where basically. He talks to her a little bit and then he's like, uh, you can help me get my ship back. And then she's like, yeah, I'll do it. And it basically set up a thing to where after this, this is like her repaying him. She, she's going to be free to go afterwards after the ship's got. So they go in there, they make their plans. They spy up on the base a little bit. They go in there and obviously they fight a couple of droids in the kitchen and then move on to fight some of the bandits or whatever you want to call them. The, the thugs uh, sitting there helping guard the, uh, the Java, what used to be Java's palace, and they end up getting the ship. Uh, I thought there were some pretty cool action parts to this. I thought it was like, all right, cool, we're getting some action here. There was, uh, I thought the droid thing when they come into the kitchen was kind of cool, like it had some funny moments to it or whatever. And I thought it was uh, pretty entertaining. But uh, overall, uh, Dagan, like as far as going up to get the ship, man, like what did you think? Like, did you, did you like this part of the show? Was there anything that you saw yeah. that you didn't like in it? No, this was a fun sequence for sure. I love the sort of the kind of the heist feel of it and uh, going into to Jabba's palace and sort of familiar territory, but unfamiliar territory for, for Boba and certainly for Fennec. And uh, I just did, this was sort of a fun way for him, like steering the ship out and, you know, banging it into the side of the you know cliff and everything. And, uh, the, you know, uh, Fennec having to, to open the gate. Yeah, it was definitely a, a fun uh, action sequence uh, for sure. And, uh, I, I do like how they're again filling in some of these gaps, and uh, this time, as you said, we got like sort of the the answer of how did he get his ship back. So I uh, definitely like this. Right, and it was beautiful. Like they they leave out of there, and not too long after that, one, there was a picture I seen on Twitter today that was just beautiful. The whole like while they're on their way to the Sarlat pit, they run into that biker gang that was the actual true biker gang yeah. that like killed all the Tuscan Raiders, and he, he showed how ruthless them out. Was. like yeah. <clears throat> this is the thing. People like, calling him soft. Justin, people on the internet calling him soft. And then he yeah, does this. They, yeah, that, that, that's, shutting that's the hell up. Point. 
<clears throat> this is my point with that stuff is like, yeah, like he's trying to do things a little bit more smarter. He's trying to do things a little bit with respect and everything, right? Like his character's progressing. Like he was with the Tuscan Raiders and stuff. They accept him into the tribe. So he's a little bit different. Like maybe he's not just a ruthless killer out there, but at the same time, there's still part of him in there, right? Like in this scene, he just goes over him. He doesn't think about it. Nothing. He just destroys them, blows them off the freaking, <laughs> blows them out of Tatooine. Like everyone on blown apart. And I want to tell people like to also think about this, even though he's trying to do things a little different, the guy is still trying to be a crime Lord. It's not like he's trying to be like a school teacher or anything like that. He's still trying to be an actual crime Lord while doing all this. He's just going to take a different route because guess what? All these other people that he's seen that he worked for messed up in some ways and got destroyed in some ways. So maybe doing it a different route, a little bit different than they did without just ruling with fear and ruthlessness all the time is maybe the wrong way to go because he's seen what happens. If you do it that way, this is what can happen to you. So I'm actually like really, but, I, but I, that was just a beautiful shot of him just going through and strafe running this whole biker gang. <clears throat> yeah. It was sick. Uh, again, it's just showing how, uh, it, you know, because it, it obviously it wasn't it probably wasn't these guys that took out the sand people, but he just needed like somebody to take out his his uh, his pent up rage, you know, and, and yeah. his, man just totally just lays waste to all, all these guys. Loved it. But like uh, Star Drew, uh, before we get too far ahead, what is your thoughts about the duck rabbit droid? Uh, that's oh, the, in the, the palace. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. actually from the Clone Wars. It's uh, obviously. <laughs> With Filoni being part of this, he's going to sneak these droids and different little characters and maybe even alien species into these stories as much as about he can. That. We kind of breezed over the Job of the Hutt palace stuff, but I, I love the old droid that you see in Return of the Jedi. Uh, you know, the, the one. Uh, Master got, you know, frustrated with the last droid and disintegrated him. And he's here. Yeah. And like, that guy, I think, got demoted. And it's like a fucking Indiana Jones thing where he's like, just gets his. He's, He's like ready to throw down and he just gets his head taken off. The, but the, yeah, the, the, the rabbit style droids from the Clone Wars. Uh, that too, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but the, the one droid, you are correct. Yeah. The one that was called the sous chef. <laughs> Ramsey Grievous. <laughs> I like yep. that. So like the sous chef bot was actually an actual like robot, like you said, from Return of the Jedi. So I feel like he got demoted because like he was the one like helping yeah. torture and find and destroy these droids and stuff like that. Uh, for Job of the Hut, and now he's like in a kitchen cooking some soup. So it yeah. feels like he got degraded or whatnot. So that was pretty cool. The right. oh, and whole the General droid. Grievous robot. Yeah, oh, we'll talk about that but, after. Yeah, the whole General uh, Grievous yeah. robot I thought was like two on the nose. Like that's one thing in this episode I didn't really care for. I know some people thought it was funny or thought it was cool, but me, I didn't really like it too much. It's like, come on, man. Like whatever, dude. Like yeah, all right, cool. He's got six arms. He's carrying a bunch of knives. I get it, but uh, it is what it is. It was fine. But can we talk about the gonk droid going boom? I, I didn't yeah, realize gonk. they could do that. I, I don't know. What is he got in there? C4 or something? I remember we used to play Star Wars video games back in the day. I don't shoot those things. They wouldn't fucking blow up like that. Yeah, I mean, man, go, like, yeah. technically, I look at them as almost like trash cans. So, like, maybe they had put, maybe they had some old bombs or whatever, and they just <laughs> threw it in it. there. Yeah. yeah. They just put <laughs> right. it in there. Yeah, so right. that's like, what drive, I look at. Right through the city, you see the flaming freaking trash bin. Yeah, that's kind of like what this was. But oh, yeah, shit. so like <laughs> we did the whole thing there, got a ship back, did his whole strafe and run. We go back to the Sarlacc. Oh, He's still trying man. to find his armor because you got to remember he escaped, but he was out of it. Like he yeah, wasn't was there. Dead. He was basically dying. Yeah. And the jaw was kind of like took all this stuff and he doesn't realize like what happened to his armor. He just knew when the Tuscans got him that he didn't have his armor anymore. Right. So like in this part, he goes back. He's trying to get his uh, suit of armor and stuff there. I just thought this looked really cool. Like it, it, it wasn't the most exciting thing ever or anything. I just thought that yeah. like the ship, like it shows you how big the Sarlacc itself is because like the ship was able to actually go inside of it, which I thought was kind of cool. And it looked cool. Them yeah, looking right down into there it. and everything yeah. else. And it gave us the reason to get the, one of the coolest sounds in star Wars is basically those proton bombs that uh, Django set off in like a, uh, I think it was the attack of the clones yeah uh, whenever he sets those off uh, trying to get obi-wan um, yeah that's actually a pretty good impression dagan but yeah so we got to hear that sound again and i'm not going to deny any time i get to hear that sound because behind the tie fighters that is one of the coolest sounds in star wars 
that whole explosion. So especially when the fucking it's the Sarlacc crawling up, and Fennec Shan's like struggling. She hits finally hits the button. The thing pops out right into the Sarlacc's mouth, and they fly out of there. And you just go here, go, bam, and just yeah. Flatten. It was cool that the ground did what it did. Like I thought that out. was cool. Like Sick. there are certain times uh, where I do think because it's a show, like they don't have as much money as the movies, but they do a really good job making everything look really good. Like the Bantha that he was riding at the beginning of this episode that he ends up saying, Hey, leave because uh, he's about to get his ship and doesn't need it anymore. But the Bantha that he has, you could literally tell to me that it was like a practical Bantha that they set up an actual deal. It wasn't yeah. all CGI. So like, I thought that was really cool that they're still doing cool. practical effects and not just flooding us with CGI all the time. So I thought a lot of that stuff uh, was really cool and, and really well done for a show. Like there was things during that speed chase that people were talking about last week that I get and I saw, but also like, because it's a TV show and not really like a movie with this big, huge budget, like some of that thing, some of those things are going to happen, right? Not everything is going to look perfect because of the fact that they don't have the budget to make it look as good as yeah. the movies are. Yeah, still, I thought it still looked cool, though. Uh, and Oh, and I just wanted to point out the line that he says is pretty funny. Don't push my buttons. Yeah. That's, I actually, I actually, uh, there's, not a lot of times, there's not a lot of times in Star Wars that I'll actually laugh like a little bit. I actually laughed a little bit at this moment. Like uh, most of the humor in Star Wars, I kind of grin or something, right? And I'll be like, oh, I see what you did there yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But like, and, and but yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny and pretty cool. And then we set up to nowadays times and they go into the cantina and we get to see uh, one of the biggest stars that's came out of the series so far, Black Chrysanthemum, and see him just be pissed off, uh, hates Trandoshans. Like, if you don't know that and you're a Star Wars fan, uh, that's something you need to look into. Like, the Wookiees hate the Trandoshans because the Trandoshans uh, actually would hunt them for sport and capture them. And possibly even kill them and stuff just for sport, no other reason. Just a good, just so, a good uh, Clone Wars episode about that. Yep, uh, with and like Ahsoka and everything. Yeah. So you see these guys; these are obviously not the fighter style Trandoshans. Right. These are the dudes just looking to have a good time, almost like if they're in yeah. Vegas. That and he's just sitting party. back and seeing yeah. them winning money, and he's pissed gambling. off about it. Yeah, gambling over there, and he's getting pissed off because they're winning, and then he just yeah. jumps up and. One of the things I said about when I saw him in his first episode that he was actually revealed in the, the next night that we actually did a review, I talked steadily about the fact that I wanted to see this guy rip off somebody's arms. Yes, you did. I didn't get it the first time. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. We're getting this it eventually. Is my thing, right? I didn't go out and complain about it yet because there was <laughs> yeah. the rest of the season right. to watch. You go on Twitter. Yep. And guess I was I was rewarded for not doing that because one of the arms gets ripped off right here. In a Star Wars show, which was pretty awesome. I do like the fact of how they did it. It was a quick, a, a quick rip, and then like it went to a camera angle that was slightly off, so you couldn't see the dude. Like obviously, probably bleeding yeah. over here. It's and he Disney. Just, like, throws his hand all. down. It was pretty awesome. Still, just... Yeah, I thought it was pretty Snaps awesome. It like they didn't a... get too bloody. You know, it's obviously Star yeah. Wars are not going to get too bloody, but it was a creative way to do that and uh, not have all the blood and everything. How they shot it. And big just throwing Wookie his hand Daddy. down. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, big bad Woody Daddy. That's that dude out there is out there ripping arms off, and I love it. Yeah, that so. was like that was like me like getting the rotisserie chicken from the grocery store. Just oh yeah, that guy got his arm snapped. Probably you know, sounded it, a lot like it to be honest been, with you. I will say this though, guys, yeah. if you felt bad about the Trandoshan, and you need to know a little bit about Trandoshan lore, they actually grow their limbs back. So that guy will slowly grow yes, his arm back. The lizard He's people. Not, so if you feel sorry for the guy, because he was out there, technically he was just out there having a good time, trying to spend a little money, gamble, and make a little money. Well, his arm will grow back. There's no need to fret. Uh, it will be back for him uh, later on. So you know, <laughs> you know that line. Well, Wookie will pull his arms at pull your arms out of your sockets if if he loses. Yeah. Uh, now the funny Chrysanthemum, part would be Chrysanthemum wasn't even playing. He just wanted to rip some arms off. The funny part about this would be like if. Later on in the series, say like the last episode, the the one Trandoshan that got his arm ripped off, his arm's starting to slowly grow back. So it's like a little baby arm, kind of like Deadpool. And then like uh, Black Chrysanthemum walks by and just rips a nub off again just to make yeah. him redo it. Brandy, he was like, fuck, have my death paid. I'm ripping arms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so yeah, because uh, Belle's character, that's one of the, uh, 
she's the leader of this uh cantina and everything she walks up and tries to like hey you know calm down man and everything and she's trying to give him a way out and he doesn't want his debts paid because he doesn't want to have to worry about none of that crap and ends up dropping her some coin and being like i do my own thing then we see bubba fett talk to him and say look bro it looks like you need a job he gives him that lovingly uh evil wookie look and it looks like he's joined the team one of the things that i don't think a lot of people realize and stuff and i didn't know a lot about because i obviously can't go follow all the comic books is that he's got that scar that's obviously seen i wonder if they will talk about or if anybody will ever hint at the reason why he's got that scar is from the comic books he had a fight with obi-wan kenobi and yes, obi-wan kenobi is the one that put the scar on his head he is in fact the one who gave him that scar yeah you know what would be cool? All that scene, that fight in the Obi Wan series. I didn't even really think about that. I've heard now. people suggest cool. that. Yeah, I'm not sure if we'll see that, but uh, it's an interesting concept. But I do like how they're how that that scar is there. So yeah, it's canon. The whole comic book thing is canon. Yeah, it's 100 percent canon. It's coming straight from yeah. the comic books. As long as his character is coming from the comics, which I think is really cool and setting up a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But, but with like, uh, with Kersantin, it was like a, another thing here where he gets the, you know he offers him the job. Where yeah. people were last week were complaining about how he just he just kind of let him go and he ran off. And it was like, oh, why did he just why did he offer him a job? There you go. Yeah, just wait an episode, people. Well, think Patience. about it. He just Patience. got in that big fight. He's he lost. Horse. Look, he got in that big fight. He lost. He had to go into the dungeon. Basically, he comes out. He's probably not going to accept the job right away, right? Like if you asked him then, but because you let him go that way and gave him his freedom, now you earn respect. Right. And that word that they talked about in this episode, loyalty, you get that respect. You see what yeah. kind of leader he is. OK, cool. This dude uh, actually thinks and he's a little smart. So he's not just this guy that's doing things out, you know, just all willy nilly. He's out there actually being smart about it and intelligent about his thoughts. So he lets him go. He bumps into him again on purpose. I might add, you know, he went there to see what was up, probably round up a couple of dudes, but he probably knew he was going to be there. The guy hasn't had enough time to really leave yet. So he goes in there, sees the scuffle, walks out and says, hey, bro, looks like you need a job, man. You just had to spend all your money saving your face in there in that cantina. So now looks like you need a job. And now Black Chrysanthemum looks at him and goes, oh, you know what? I do need a job. And now he's able, now he's like, because it was his freedom of choice. It wasn't Bubba Fett forcing him to be part of a team. This is actually his choice to join the team. So it makes it a better pair. It makes it a, you know, that loyalty deal, that whole respect deal is actually playing out for the better. And so I actually like that part of it. I like the fact that he ran off in the last episode. And then in this episode, we get to see him actually make his freedom of choice and join the team now. So I just think that's going to be even better. Uh, when it all all said and done, to be honest with you, as far as that goes. Yeah, and that's agreed. pretty much the whole episode, except we had the ending part where it was Finnick and Bubba having a last Well, we had the, the council. We had the, like, the, the council yeah, with they, all they, the they, different... Yeah, you're right. So before that part, we did have the council where he basically sits on this table. They're all talking with the different leaders from the Trandoshans and uh, these different alien species that have different strongholds yeah, what in was the, the city. What was the name of the one here? Uh, Clatoonians. Cotillions, the, maybe. The, the, the one that's like, yeah, here, I'll get I'll get the picture here and pull it up in a second. But, but yeah, yeah, so like he's talking to all these different people that have strongholds in Mos Espa. And he's basically like, hey, look, I'm not trying to take anything over. Uh, we, we do have the pikes coming in here for war. Uh, and I just want to be ready for that. And they obviously said, like, why we want to do it? They want to beat you, not us. We, why should we have our people die? And he's like, I'll fight this fight alone. Basically setting it up. Another respect and loyalty thing here. He's basically setting it up to where, yo, I don't care if you fight with me. The biggest thing is I just don't want you fighting against me. So I just stay loyal. Stay, don't, don't turn like whenever the pikes come to you eventually to try to get you to turn on me, just don't turn on me. Don't betray me. And we're good. So I, I like that setup too. Cause like, why would these guys want to help Bubba Fett? He's like the new guy on the block. He's still trying to like earn his respect, still trying to earn the spot that he has. And this is going to be the way that Boba Fett can earn that spot is yeah. by defeating the Pikes alone. So I kind right. of like that how it goes. I liked it too. It's it's like a nice uh, kind of middle ground for now, right? It's like you know, uh, every, everybody kind of gets what they want, and then as you said, he kind of has to prove himself. So uh, good progress with with these guys, and yeah, I, I love the sort of 
the different species that we had. Uh, you had like a couple there that had the weird language or that's like uh, the droid that has to translate. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is, this was a cool scene. It was like that scene in the trailer that I think a lot of people were, were hyped to see. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely uh, uh, some good progression of the story here. for sure. I like we're seeing a little bit of that mob feel. Like in yeah. Star Wars, you know what I'm saying? Like the head of the table, those yeah, kind of discussions right, and right. stuff. And let's see where it goes. I guarantee you, one of those groups, I don't think all of them will. One of those groups are going to betray, right? Yeah, maybe and, this and one. Yeah, probably going to be that guy. Probably Clutinian. would be that guy and his group of folks, the Clatoonians <laughs> over here. Uh, they're probably going to get their ass whooped, like, to be honest with you. He looks like, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Wishmaster, but he looks like the Jin from Wishmaster, the old horror movie. About the genie. I <laughs> like to be honest with you. Kind of looks. Like, <laughs> he looks like a genie type, like evil fucking. Yes, I will grant your wish. And Thrawn's right. Like some some of the makeup and the way set up. Yeah, Thrawn's right. Some about the makeup and the way set up kind of reminds you of the Grinch from the uh, the actual live action version of the Grinch. But yes, nah, Jim Carrey. <clears throat> like, uh, I do think one of those groups will betray. Like that's gonna happen, and Bubba Fett's gonna have to take that ass out too, and, and that's gonna be a bad decision by that part and that group. Well, I do like the the Rancor made us a little bit of an appearance, show some aggressiveness with his nails coming out the bottom of the grate, right up underneath where they were eating, and he just kind of throws some food down there. It's like, calm down, big boy, it's all right, and that kind of got the group to kind of sit down and listen to him for a little bit further. I thought that was kind of cool, although Danny Trejo was missing from this episode, which I was a little sad about. Could we, he could could Danny Trejo could he just have been chilling in the background or something? Could we get a little more Danny Trejo action? I hope Danny Trejo is actually helping in the fight. To be honest with you, in this war to come. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to find the comment here. Yes, if Danny Trejo doesn't wield the machete for the final fight, what are we even doing? Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. He's and they could have a machete somehow. easy. Like they yeah. could have a machete easy. Call it something else because it's basically like a vibro blade is all it would be. Like yeah. so, it definitely could work. They definitely could have something in there. The other like, thing I was, yeah, the other thing were, I was thinking is like, yeah, well, I think we'll get Danny Trejo, but I also think we'll get a shot where like this, this I think episode early on opened with a shot of him uh, riding the Bantha, and it like kind of slowly panned back. So I think towards the end, probably in the finale, we're going to see a shot similar to that where it pans back and it's him riding the uh, Rancor. I think he's going to ride the Rancor into battle. Yeah, to be honest with you, agreed. Like, I do think there's going to be a little time, like, set up between the next three episodes where it's not going to be, like, uh, just short period of time period. Like, they might, one episode may have a couple of months in between or something, like, getting ready for the battle or something, possibly, so that he has a chance to learn how to ride that Rancor. But, yeah, uh, Thrawn wants to see the Rancor right. training. Yeah, the Rancor training with, with Danny Trejo. We so might we get, actually get that. You know what? They might actually, we might actually get that in this next episode. I know we're going to get the Mandalorian involved because yeah. we're fitting to talk about that, but like we're going to get the Mandalorian the ne involved. Next so episode, like, I feel like, is the prepare for battle episode. I think. Yeah. So been we'll get the Mandalorian. Yeah. We'll get the Mandalorian, probably a couple other like bounty hunters or something like that, or anybody they've met or just anybody that they could get to join their team and possibly have maybe some Rancor training, riding training, I should say, and have a little montage, you know, of him like learning how to ride that thing. Uh, but yeah, so the very end, Bubba Fett and Finnick are talking with each other. Uh, the main thing here, there wasn't a lot of key information spilt here. It was just them talking about trying to build an army, get some muscle because they're going to need it to fight the pikes. And we hear in the background, straight up 100% can't hide it, the Mandalorian theme song. So now we know what they were kind of hitting at when she was like, yeah. uh, we know where to buy some. So uh that got people excited or at least got me excited that the mandalorian is actually going to play a part because i didn't necessarily think it was going to happen uh in this yeah. first season like i thought were, it was probably going to happen if they did like a season two or something i think but, there were rumors that pedro Pascal was going to show up at some point but uh, well, we definitely know it now speculation yeah uh we definitely know it. it's going to happen in uh the fifth episode we're going to get uh probably sweet daddy mandalorian involved and uh that's going to happen I, I don't think like with, with you dropping the music like that i don't think you cannot have the mandalorian in the yeah. next episode why else would you play it but i heard there was supposed to be surprises happening in the last few episodes like obviously he's not going to be a surprise next week because obviously they already teased it this week i think the surprise this week was the was the the music at the end letting us know mm -hmm. the Mandalorian's coming? 
So yep. next week, I'm pretty interested to see what may be the actual like uh, ending, like what may happen next week that might be a surprise to us, like what character. And that might be like mm -hmm. a Bo-Katan character showing up with uh, the Mandalorian. Maybe. Or, or any of that kind of stuff, yeah. Or the fact that um, Dave Filoni is directing the sixth episode makes you think maybe the end be a big reveal. Somebody shows up in a, in a ship and it's the one, the only Cad Bane. Could be. We talked about for a while. Man, because he specifically wrote this next episode, I don't think he's directing it or anything like that. I think he specifically wrote this next episode, not this episode coming up, episode but episode six. six. Yeah, two. Like, because yeah. of that, like, man, hey, wait. The man, the guy likes bringing in his characters that he helped create in, in the Clone Wars yep. and the stuff that he can. So, with Mandalorian, he, he, he was announced to direct that episode, and everybody kind of figured Ahsoka and you know, similar thing could be here with, with Cat Bane. But yeah, that that right there is uh something that we, it's going to be interesting to find out next episode. I'm, I'm a definitely, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't per se say I've been like super excited waiting for these episodes to come out. It's like it gets like a day or two beforehand. I'm like, oh yeah. Another book of Boba Fett's coming out, right? But this but week cool. is going to be a lot longer. It's going to feel like the longer yeah. of a wait because, like, I can't wait to see the next three episodes in the series because of what they've set up. And yeah, the way the way the internet is, the, the next three I might have to actually stay up until four in the morning my time and watch these. Uh, but I'm gonna be honest just, with people you, people are going to go to town with spoilers. But yeah. We we can't have us talking about Star Wars sometimes without talking about certain things and throwing with this comment. Oh, Dude, my goodness. Bubba's going to hire Max Rebo and Figure and Don, and they're going to jizz all over the bad guys. You know with what? Their, with their musical instruments. That's exactly right. And now, I don't know because they haven't technically said his name, if I'm not mistaken, in the show. But I will say this episode, they actually did name Max. That is definitely yes. not somebody that looks like Play Max, Max. Rebo. That is yeah. actually Max Rebo. Max Rebo. He was named in the episode. So that was he something He survived the Sarlacc cool. pit. Uh, he came back. It's the number one selling uh, hit album on Tatooine right now. Max Rebo Band, live from Mos Espa. It's an absolute classic. Just some of the funkiest shit you'll ever hear uh, in the galaxy. Uh, go buy it in your local record store today. Bro, if this were to happen, it'd be mind-blowing. <laughs> The Crimson I, Dawn and I, I heard Christian Harloff, I heard Christian Harloff on uh, said council speculating that he wants uh, some Crimson Dawn. I'm not so sure about uh, having it on the show, but uh, I, I would like for them to get their own series and, and continue the story with Kira because there's some really interesting stuff they set up. I wasn't a huge fan of the solo movie, but I definitely was intrigued by some of the the con the premise of of potentially that being set up. Uh, but yes, definitely Mephisto. But nah, man, like I, I do like the setup so far with these first four episodes. I do think the last three is going to be a lot more action, a lot more things happening. Yeah. Uh, just and, and speculation galore from here on out. I think that there could be possibilities. Omega could show up like we talked about earlier. Cad Bang could show up. Uh, Bo-Katan Bo could show up like we could have just these different people and everything that we've seen so far in the Mandalorian and stuff like that. Hell, you know what? To be honest with you, Ahsoka could show up. Like it can, so like we got Mephisto. that stuff. Mephisto could show up. Not from Mephisto, wrong series and wrong franchise. <laughs> we do not talk about that kind of stuff over here, and we talk about Star Wars because it's the greatest, baby. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just because we're red, just because the color of the show's red, does not mean can bring that name up in our presence. But yeah, like it's gonna be cool. They are setting up. Uh, you know, speaking of the MCU, they are setting this up to be an in-game style like uh, setup to where you had the book of Boba Fett leading into another Mandalorian, leading into the Ahsoka, leading into these shows that are going to actually have Thrawn because Thrawn's already been name dropped uh, in the series ultimately. So, like, I'm my big my biggest deal is if we get a sneak peek, basically, maybe a shot from behind. We don't get to see the red eyes or anything but a shot from behind of like Thrawn with his back towards the camera, like at the very end of this series. Like, I think that would be a cool way to set up stuff going on. And it's just a little taste. Yeah. Just, I don't know about, I don't know about the end of this series. I could see that maybe being at the end of like Mandalorian season three, if we get that later this year, or maybe the beginning of next year to set up the Ahsoka I mean, series. I mean, a lot of things are going to be set up for Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka's yeah. obviously looking for him. That's definitely going to happen, but I just don't, be, I would like to get a little sneak. I think it would be even like it's a post credit all? thing. Oh, yeah. Even if it's like a post credit thing, like they did with the Mandalorian, and had that post credit thing of Boba Fett going in and killing Biff for Tuna, you know, a little small thing. Yeah. 
last only a few seconds. So like that'd be a curiosity to see if that actually happened. Like, you know, he's going to be involved or at least talked about and stuff in the Ahsoka series. She's already showed she's out there trying to find his ass. So like right. it, it, she's going to find him and it's going to happen. But guys, without a lot of news and this episode had some cool moments to it. Wasn't like huge amount of talking points here. I think we're going yeah. to go ahead and have this be. Uh, well, post, post some of your questions. If anybody has any last questions for us, uh, throw them uh, in the chat. Uh, if you got any topics or anything before we close out the show. Yeah, we, we we'll give you have, guys uh, a couple of minutes to do that. And while yeah. that's happening, uh, please like subscribe to the uh, to the channel uh, if you haven't already. And if you have, thank you for your support and everything else. Uh, love that y'all do that for us because we have fun coming on here and talking about our favorite things, uh, whether it be the Schmodown, yeah. Star Wars, MCU, all these all different things. We do reviews for almost everything out there, to be honest with you. It, it, as long as one member of the team is super hyped about a certain thing, we usually do some kind of review for yeah. it. <laughs> uh, and everything else. So, uh, and we, we got, we I got will, the, the uh, you know, a lot of people like different stuff on here. We got some tennis fans on the team. Yeah. Audio podcast doing, only. Tennis doing is our, our audio exclusive, uh, the rally uh, weekly. Or actually, they've been doing it daily. I think the last few days they've been, uh, it's been, uh, I think Corey, uh, Corey Cameron, my co host, and he was on there uh, with uh, Ferris and Adelia. Those are the kind of, the two that have been hosting that. So actually talking about questions. Yeah. Uh, I actually did have uh one set up. Uh actually uh we got a couple from Thrawn. Yeah. So Thrawn with do you think everyone in Boba Fett's current family will make it out of the season alive? If not, who bites mm. it? Uh, this is easy for me. Uh mod or two going out. I agree with you on this comment. Yeah. Uh, and you, you might even lose the guards, the Gamorian guards might yeah, get killed. One of the guards. One of them almost bit got bit when they've had to fight Kersantan, but yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them uh, uh, definitely goes. not Sean or him. I don't or, think Fennec or, or Boba is gonna. I think they'll make it out of the. Santa's not dying in this, so like Sam's that probably happening. good. Yeah, uh, maybe I, I hate to say it, but maybe Danny Trejo makes some sort of heroic sacrifice. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think a couple of like maybe minor uh, uh, people on his team are gonna. Are gonna yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Thrawn would also. You think Finnick is going to tell Bubba she knew Omega? Um, it could happen. Like, uh, the thing about it is, is, like, how much does she know? Like, so she does know some of those things because of the Bad Batch. But how much does she know about Bubba Fett? Does she actually know that Bubba Fett is actually also a clone that just ages like a normal? Like, he ages normally while the rest of them were all, like, dying out. So does how much of the background of Bubba Fett, like, in his history – does she know to know that they're linked together? Because right now we know she knows about Omega, but how much clearly does she know about Bubba Fett? Cause it's not like Bubba Fett's yeah. coming out openly and saying, Hey, I'm a clone. It's kind of like, right. you don't go up to a person and say I'm adopted. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's and would it thing. be really relevant right now? I mean, unless she's out there, she's still alive somewhere and she's looking for Boba Fett specifically. Why bring it up? So right. I don't know if we get right, a couple right of away. questions in the chat. Who is Mando bringing with him? Like, obviously, the people that we already maybe know. Well, yeah. Mandalorian, maybe a couple of other uh, Mandalorians uh, besides this gen. Uh, we got, like I said, Ahsoka could come. She's already been cast. She's already played a role. Uh, well, she could she come might be off like, doing her own out. thing, but maybe. But, yeah, I don't think she will because, like, I agree with that. She's got her main focus is catching Thrawn. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything like Luke Skywalker or Baby Grogu is going to come in and join in the fight. I don't. No, think so no, not like, yet. No. <laughs> uh, what would Bubba uh, gift the Pike setting up the battle? What would Bubba gift? You mean like a? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Really hey, put that back in there. Uh, reword that or something, uh, Star Drew, because I don't know if that was like a mess up trying to. to I write like this one there. though. Who ends in a fight, Jethro or Bubba, Bubba Fett? <laughs> Uh, I got my it, money on Jethro there. <laughs> yeah, Jethro would win if the fight's in the south. Uh, yeah. If it's anywhere else, yeah. Bubba may pull it out. Oh, my goodness. And did the Nikto gang kill the Tuscans? Uh, if Nikto, I think, is the uh, bikers that we originally saw that people were talking about, the biker gangs on their speeder gangs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, yeah, they got blessed. Yeah, the guy, if the guys that he took out, no. Uh, it's the, the other guys we saw that attacked those people's houses with the the symbol, that weird, like, kind of symbol. Yeah, but those are the same people that ended up Is attacking that? the Tuscan okay. Raiders because they even put yeah, the symbol, yeah. I think, on something like spray-painted on one of the canvases or something like that. But there might be somebody else involved. Uh, the Pikes could be. 
uh, yeah, as as we got here, uh, I think the Pikes set up the gang. So they might have made it look like it was the other group, but it ended up being being the Pikes. That's, well, that's I mean, the, the Pikes may have played a role in it, but it was those same people. Like they yeah. may have been like, "Hey, Pikes," because you you gotta remember that's the same gang that like when Bubba went to go say, "Hey, we're gonna protect this area for you." and make money from the pikes the pikes was like well we already got somebody else that we're paying so like that, that's the same group so that's why i'm saying they went and killed off the tuscans because uh they're out there supposed to be protecting that area and uh because you know obviously uh bubba fett was not had didn't have a ship at that point in time so he couldn't travel really fast and he got there yeah. too late but uh all right come on matt do you think bubba will survive the series of course yes the series. of course it's called bubba fett like it's a definite um yeah not enough time for grogu to learn much i agree yeah. with there uh all right so what okay. would Bubba attribute the pike but setting up the back for them, the i think we're past the point of of gifts and and tributes here i think if there's going to be a full all-scale all-out war uh, i don't think there's going to be any tributes going back and forth i think it's just going to be full-on battlefield no nah, yeah it's so. uh there's no talking with the pikes now no. they've already set their ground and yeah. bubba fett's already set his ground everybody's made up their mind away. Yeah. It's going to culminate in a battle. The only thing that I'm wondering is the next two. I know the final episode is going to actually, you know, if not be all of that battle, is going to be at least part of that battle or whatever, and what, especially the aftermath. So my question would be going into five. I don't think none of the battles going to start in the fifth episode. I think it's going to be no. still a little bit set up beforehand. Prep. Like him getting yeah. his team together. No more flashbacks yeah. and everything, of course. But him getting his team together and stuff, maybe finding out how to ride that uh, that Rancor. Then episode six is going or to Trejo. be. Do you think they'll actually have episode six be the true battle and episode seven be to set up whatever they're trying to do next? Or do you think episode seven might, will be the battle? I think it might be more like a part one, part two. Like the battle starts at the end of six and then carries over into seven. Okay. Yeah, I kind of agree. Maybe... Like it would it would be cool if they set it up to where like uh the battle starts, Bubba Fett team looks like they're about to lose, there's some devastating sure. crap going on. And, and here then, comes Dan or somebody. Yeah. Well, save the day. I leave the Dan coming in until the very beginning of the next episode. Yeah. Right. Right. Or, or the like, end, of, I think the end of one episode. Already be there. Because yeah. of what they set up, I think Dan's gonna already be there. But like say Bo Katan's crew shows yeah. up at the last second that helps out or, or like another character that we haven't thought of yet yeah. that might show up and help out. So I think that's stuff might actually happen and stuff, but yeah, I, I Hey, can't Good wait to see this battle. Everybody. Can't wait to see. Yeah. yeah can't, thank you for all the questions and everything. Like I said, if you're new to the channel, cause you like star Wars and just happen to be on here, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, I will be putting out a, uh, scream uh, movie review here in the next couple of days nice. or whatever. So, I haven't like, seen it yet. I was thinking I'm going to go this weekend. All right, cool. But yeah, going to have a review for that coming up on the channel. Uh, and just like always, uh, y'all doing any given Schmo Day this Sunday, correct? Yes, we are. We're going to be doing part two of our uh, Schmodown champion history uh, where we go back and we look at like everybody's different accomplishments and sort of compare stats and things like that. So uh, myself, Corey Cameron, and Josh, doing that show uh, at the usual time 2 30 pacific 5 30 eastern over on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash lgr network uh this sunday and yeah if you uh do the audio stuff and like doing the audio stuff everything we do here is on audio and we even now are starting to do some shows that are audio only like the if you like tennis you like the uh opens uh series yes, uh the rally uh, yeah they're they're doing the things and everything else and like uh, Travis, Paris, yeah, he didn't even get to be mean to Bador. Uh, we're trying to line this up, guys. Like it's kind yeah. of hard because get a tough schedule. In a, yeah, she's in. Well, she she's doing her work and she's been having to work because it's a brand new thing. So that she's having to work there more than what she probably will a little bit later on. But besides that, like it's just a weird time zone thing. So we're trying to figure it out. So that's why we we're later tonight because she thought she was going to be able to to, to do the show uh at this time because this is the time she'd be getting up to go to work and stuff like that so yeah like, but yeah man i uh, hope you guys continue Another, to watch uh, it and hang out with us yeah. good questions by you guys dude uh, definitely i'm gonna i'm gonna give the chat an applause tonight for some of the questions yeah good job everybody in, man thanks Kept for being interactive and talking going. Going. Yeah, quick exactly program right. and note uh justin uh yeah, go ahead. no show no crackdown this friday uh because we'll be supporting our, our our buddy chris adams doing his uh his stream i believe correct me if i'm wrong uh, but that that's the plan uh, there. But uh, so the next show we'll do in, uh, will be on Twitch. 
Twitch.tv slash LGN Network again this Saturday. Uh, myself and Soda talking some pro wrestling with the drop kicks. Uh, and right. uh, yeah, it's it's going to be uh, quite the conversation talking about uh, WWE naming Walter after uh, changing his name to a German uh, Nazi. Yeah. No good. No good, WWE. Oh, guys. Come on, guys. You know better. Well, that being said, <laughs> man, until great. AW is yeah. a great kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched uh, Dynamite tonight. It was pretty good. But until next time, guys, peace. Thank you for watching The Holocron, a Let's Get Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the Let's Get Ready channel on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitch.